Good evening, welcome to the Hourglass with Isabella, which is me, and I'm here with this Daniel. Which is me. Which is you. Do you want to scoot a little bit closer here, actually, to get just a little more intimate on this particular... It's going to be an intimate... Is this an intimate topic? An intimate topic. The intimate apocalypse? Today's topic is the apocalypse. The intimate apocalypse. Intimate apocalypse. <laughs> Imminent apocalypse. Do you know? Do you know what the word apocalypse actually means? No, tell me. It actually means uncovering. Revealing. Does it? Yeah. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, it's taken on a life of its own. Well, what's the etymology? Where does it actually come from? But it what? comes from you know the the ancient Greek. It's Greek. I was like, it's going to be Latin uh, or Greek. And it has to do with you know generally with the Book of Revelation, mm. right? Which is a book of revelation. Exactly mm. that. It's revealing. Well, that's what that's what yeah, apocalypse it's, is. It's revealing, right? I haven't seen any horsemen yet. Have you? Well, you know, I mean, we we've got uh, pestilence, right? We've got pestilence plague and plague. And, the yeah. plague we've got down with COVID nineteen. Uh, strife. What was it? We're doing I pretty I good. Are, I, mean, I mean, in all seriousness, I think two thousand twenty, as I've told people, could be defined as an apocalypse. However, it's like apocalypse on easy mode. Like yeah. You're playing the game. And this is easy level. And if we, if we can't figure it out on easy level, yeah, how are we to do when the real threat the comes? Room. You know, when Yellowstone explodes or something like that. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's an interesting question yeah, because, uh, I mean, it, it definitely it definitely is a, is a challenging time socially. To live, yeah. You know, because, because it, it forces us to, you know, to sort of figure out how well we can work with other people and whether or not we think that, whether or not we even think that working with other people is the right thing to do. Right. Yeah. What What would be your favorite variety favorite apocalypse? of apocalypse? If you had to pick one, say you're forced, it's mm. going to happen. Right, right. And it can't be zombie apocalypse. Can't be zombie apocalypse. No, you, don't, you don't like that one? No. Why we'll not? talk about it. We'll go into it. But yeah. what? Give me another one. Uh, robot apocalypse is always Robot's a, ro- ro- good. Is always a solid one. Alien apocalypse, I think, is always good. You know? What about the biotech pop with the, the mosquitoes? Well, I thought, said, I thought you said I couldn't go to zombies. Is that zombies though? Zomb- zombies are definitely biotech. Uh, I was thinking more in the. Did you ever see this YouTube video? It's very uh, scary. I don't know. It's kind of like these drones, and they go into a school. Oh yeah, that was, was the, uh, the that that swarm. Terrifying. Thing. And it was actually done as like a as if it was a news they were, report. Like, murdering people, but it was yeah. really realistic. And they would and like it terrified they were, like, me. Yeah, that was actually very, very black mirror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too black mirror for my taste, and don't right. you kind of feel like you're living in a black mirror episode right now? Yeah, but you know, it, it's funny. One of one of the best, uh, the greatest, the greatest poems is uh, is that E. e. Cummings poem that ends. You know, tell us what about, is the poem. Talks about how the the world ends not with a bang but with a whimper. Yeah, right? I believe so, that. So I think it, we, you know, we've been we've been uh, you know. We've been cultured to to believe that the apocalypse is going to be this you know epic thing that you're going to want to make movies about, and it's you know it's going to be mm. you know like 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 today we watched this this amazing anime on Netflix called Japan Sinks. And well, actually, so I've been watching it a couple of days. Yeah, before you, you were already watching. I had to I, stop. I, <laughs> I had to stop watching it because I was like, and for those of you who've not known, it's a, it's a new Netflix original anime that was recently released. Yeah. And Based on a book from the seventies, apparently that was actually well. Very, maybe what? So they made yeah. a movie of it actually in like seventy like five. I want to yeah. say, and then they made another well, live book, action yeah. movie in like after the book think, yeah. in two thousand. Exactly. So there are actually several renditions of the book. So the point is, I did all this research on it, and you didn't know anything about it prior to this. And I was like, "This is crazy. This is like 
guys, if you've not seen this, this is like Tiger King level insanity. It's like the train wreck that you can't get off. The more I watched it, the more like drawn in and intrigued was. And I got to episode five and I thought, Daniel has to watch this. <laughs> I'm gonna need Daniel. On this I one. think late. I think like at two a.m. the yeah. other night, I messaged, "Nope, I've got to stop. You've got to watch this." Yeah, and so you were I like, "What?" Up. And we caught up today. And what, so, what did you think? It was. Uh, it without was epic. Too many spoilers. Yeah, without any spoilers, it was epic. I, I, I guess I felt that some of the, some of the epic things that happened seemed a little contrived, and and you know, like. Some work or Trevor, I agree. Some are almost unbelievable. <laughs> the yam thing. Not a fan of that. <laughs> Wasn't really relevant to the plot at hand. Or the, the poison gas thing. Yeah, the poison gas thing. Yeah, it was, was just it? like, oh, okay. But some of the stuff in it was it's actually very well done. Yeah, and had I mean, a deep the, emotional connection for a family unit. I, I, think, I think what it was is it was a little difficult just to sort of wrap your head around what kind of movie it was supposed to be. You know, is this supposed to be like a like a cool, you know, family survival movie? Is this supposed to be a horror movie? You know, what... I thought it was going to be like... And it's funny, I was going to say White Walkers. Hilarious. I actually meant The Walking Dead. Yeah. And so I thought it was going to kind of be like a survival Walking Dead. we don't watch this also. We are family. afraid of zombies. I hate them. We'll get into that if we get closer <laughs> to this. I'm warming, slowly <laughs> warming myself to the topic as you drink your tea over there. Because okay. uh, it's a scary topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of scary things, I'm looking into the garden here at the Chateau. Yeah. And I just saw that light again. I think it's a car happen. Back. It's not. I'm telling you. I know okay. you don't believe me because I can see in? when they come over there. Exactly. But this light is in the garden, reflecting against that fence. I've seen it yeah. twice now tonight. Once about 30 minutes ago, and once now. Hmm. But keep an eye out for it as we talk. What, what, about is, your, what is your favorite apocalypse? I don't really have. A, I mean, I know I asked the question, but I don't really have a favorite one. Yeah. I do like the Yellowstone approach because I think it would be quick and swift, especially for us. Because for you, those you know what you, I really enjoyed? I enjoy the 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 Christian concept of the rapture, right? And they made they made a couple of apocalypse movies about this. But the idea being that, like you know, people that are good Christians just get they just get transported to heaven immediately. And they just disappear. They made this whole TV show about it about, and it was like you know, the pilot of the plane is a good Christian. Poof, he disappears. And you're just and everybody and everybody else is left, right? And so then you have to deal with the fact that all these people have disappeared, right? Right. And as you wait for the apocalypse to unfold, I think apocalypses have to unfold. It's it's again part of that revelatory nature of it. It has to be something that you didn't really see coming, and it it kind of unfolds in in various steps. Well, I think we can all agree we didn't see COVID nineteen coming. Yeah. Okay, but going back to the Yellowstone thing. I mean, okay. other than the people that did, but yeah. Right. I mean, there were I mean, there were plenty of warnings about pandemics uh, from from previous administrations and other people that pay attention to these sort of things. So, yeah. You know. So the Yellowstone. Yeah. So. Right. So we, we live right at the edge of the death That's zone. Is that, is that exactly right? Exactly what yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. yeah it's, but it, so basically, those of you that don't know, obviously we live in Colorado and Yellowstone is a super volcano, we call it. And so if it explodes, it is. A big deal, and it's not just a big deal for America. It's what I tell people: it's a big deal for the world. Because let's say we get to a point where it actually erupts, yeah. and we talk about things like we have Mount Helena, right? And you know, we can talk about traditionally Mount like Saint Helens. You mean? Yeah, Mount Saint Helens. Mm. Well, I was talking about Helena. You know about? Do you know about this? I don't know. Right. So obviously, in the show we were just watching, they have Mount Fuji, Mount and the Fuji. concept is that it erupts right you know about Pompeii yeah yeah. right so Pompeii 
erupted and every so it was actually this ancient Roman town and it erupted and everybody died. That's pretty apocalyptic. In the town. But, but, it was but just imagine one town. but imagine how it was for them is the point. Yeah. Like I've actually I've visited the Bay of Naples, I've been to Pompeii and seen it and the bodies it is actually quite emotional. The people who died, they were encased in, in ash and volcanic rock and so it actually formed a cast around the bodies so what you see is not actually the body but the cast that surrounded them because instantaneously it's so intense heat that your brain explodes inside of your skull which does is it terrifying. boil it actually boils you get so hot and it just melts down but the cast shows us archaeologically what remained so we can actually see the position that someone was lying in when they died and some of it is kind of sad because you can see when Does a it mother, actually show their brain exploding in ash? So, like, imagine, like, have you ever had a plaster cast, seen that done as someone? It's kind of like you can form yeah. a body shape. So, like, in this instance, you can see mothers holding children as as where they fell. Exploded out through the eyes. I assume the eyes definitely went quickly. And and the saddest one we know is there was actually like a little dock down by the water, and everybody thought, oh, it'll be a great idea to hide in this little space on the port harbour where they used to store the boats and um, we know unfortunately f- that they died from the heat like it was yeah, that's so interesting. Hot I guess they... I always assumed that all the the, the remaining people that we found when we excavated was actually just people that got buried in ash no so there's so many different ways that people died uh, in Pompeii it's interesting mm. so keep in mind there's different stages and we saw this today on this Chaban Sinks program right where okay before the earthquake even happens, there are tremors, which show us as a warning sign something was happening. But keep in mind, back in this Roman era, what did they think was happening? What do you think they? Let's. This is a they question. thought that, what do you think that, was happening? that the gods were angry. Yes. So what do you think they did? They tried to appease the gods. Right. They like were like sacrifice things, throwing virgins and, into Mount Vesuvius. No, not but like animals and things. That there were signs of. Did that. they actually throw things into Mount Vesuvius? I, I no, they did not that. do that. Mount okay. Vesuvius did not. not yeah, but what they did do was uh, a lot of them thought, okay, we've got our altars, and they were still very religious. They had, they had household gods. They had household gods in absolutely one hundred percent. But we had the volcano erupted before. So like they, they had, memory? okay, so here's the deal. Actually, that, that is a great question because in the past they had definitely had tremors and things, yeah. but not ever enough on the extent of what happened to prepare them for what happened. And again, they didn't have the science or the geology that we have today and understand yeah. about tectonic plates or why these things take place in the first place. So what happened was it was just this terrifying thing. And there are some crazy stories even where, you know, for some of the rich households where they couldn't leave and they couldn't escape, which is a story for the majority of, unfortunately, for the population of Pompeii and is the same story for those people there today. If you're listening, you're not out of harm's way. And in fact, if you try to buy property on Mount Vesuvius, it is incredibly cheap and a lot of people won't move off of it. But it is still, it actually is like kind of, we talk about Yellowstone, believe it or not, Yellowstone is kind of overdue and, Yellowstone's and a much bigger deal, though, right? It's much a super, super volcano. volcano. So the yeah. difference of that's so why we're getting back. So going from Pompeii to Yellowstone, if that exploded, okay, Pompeii killed everyone around. No big deal in the scheme of things, which is crazy, right? But if uh, 
if the Yellowstone goes, then the whole world is in trouble. It's not just here. Yeah. So you and I, unfortunately, we live right on the cusp of the death zone. The death zone. And death zone is the imminent, like you die immediately, you're done. That's a crazy part. In fact, two hours away from us, right towards New Mexico, you're just safe out of the death zone. But that doesn't mean by any stretch of imagination that you're out of danger. Like when I say the whole world is in danger is because you get these volcanic clouds form right so one of the best things i think we ever saw we went to to go see that radio lab production it was actually called apocalypto and and their and their uh their little their little thing was all about how how the dinosaurs died Mm -hmm. right and it's not actually what you think it is at all Good. Well, okay, can I just say something crazy here? Yeah. So the other day I watched Fantasia, the Disney thing. Yeah. And I was really confused as I was watching it because it didn't have the dinosaurs dying from a comet, which is a classic thing you're taught as a kid. I grew up in the 90s, but you're taught. Yeah. And my friends who were sitting there, Chris and Ojit, said, well, you know that's not what people used to think, right? And I am no paleontologist by any stretch of imagination, but they were like, they actually used to believe the dinosaurs died of a heat wave and they all kind of were starving and, and dehydrating and died, but they didn't know about the comet. They hadn't found the impact right. site at that point. And I just couldn't believe that that was, up. and that wasn't even that long ago yeah. when they were, I couldn't even believe that. Well, and it turns out that most, most what people think now is actually incorrect. Is it? Yeah. Tell me how so. So in fact, what ends up happening is that the, the, uh, you know, asteroid goes, it hits Mexico yes. basically. Right. It, it then, it then, that impact the crater, actually yeah. ejects a whole bunch of, of, you know, dirt and molten shit up. Right. It goes right? up into the atmosphere. So it, it basically, and it goes up into the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Right, and then it rains down. Mm-hmm. It rains down as and, and and picks up heat as it goes down. Oh yeah. And so it actually ends up incinerating it's basically. Really... And so for a minute, it actually just incinerates everything above the surface of the planet. Yeah. Like incinerates it like instantly. Oh yeah. And then it's not that they're dying out over years as people think, right? It's that they it, they just get incinerated. And so the only things that 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 managed to survive were the things that happened to be either in the water. Uh, or just buried underground, you know, that like that yeah. happened to live underground. Everything else just got right, incinerated. Was little, it wasn't like they started death. There were these little or, creatures, like yeah, burrowing creatures, pre mammal sort of things, yeah. And those were the kind of things that. And that's how they came about. That but it's pretty, it's pretty fascinating, though, to to imagine that that you know the apocalypse could be that short, right? Yeah. Like just one day, you know, you're hanging out, and then the next day, boom, you're gone. Your whole life, well, everything, everything that you know is gone. That's why I think it's so crazy for good, people of Pompeii because yeah. they wouldn't really have known what was coming. Right, what and was so, going, yeah. and there's different things. So, okay, you've got you're talking about the falling ash and the pumice that's coming yeah. down, and it's pumice. raining down, right? And it's hitting the the roofs. But then you've got this, okay, the pyroclastic flow, which is this heavy rain. It's actually and the, instant, the lava that in, flows. In, instantaneous death. Yeah, like, but this it's is slow where, moving, so, though, right? Is it well in the case of Pompeii, fairly fast. Sometimes I think. How far is it from the from the volcano? I have no idea. I mean, you were there. Do you? Oh, I mean, I I don't know the distance. I was there, oh, okay. but it's not. I mean, so when you're in the city, you can physically see the volcano yeah. from where you're standing. Well, I mean, you can see like Mount St. Helens from from Seattle. Right, which is why I will say I'm quite a fan of Helenite. Yeah, right. And I've always wanted, if you ever want to give me a gift. Get some Helenite. You only want to say I know, I know why you say that, because there was that there was that gem that was up at the in Idaho Springs. And we love so there was this we went to this mm. shop in Idaho Springs, which is a sorry, that's the the fireplace here. Yeah. But there was this 
people shop right and it used to be this old mining town in Colorado it's still populated this one it's not like a ghost town it's um got some people living there and in the shop and in the window was this gorgeous necklace and I'm actually to be fair I don't wear too much jewelry but there it was this necklace Mm -hmm. and it had this very beautiful large fairly large green stone why is it green because Helenite is green I know but why I don't know. I don't have the answer to that. I don't know either. But I saw it and I thought, this is one of... And the price and it was hefty. I think it was like $700. It was yeah. something... It was a, too much for us to afford. It was a strong price tag. But I looked at it and I thought, I'd never been so attracted to a necklace in my life as I was to this. And in fact, I do believe you went back to try and get it and it sold it. Yeah, they, they had. They had. Yeah. Huh. Although recently I did actually get a ring that had real Helenite on it. It's apparently, and it's it's green. apparently emerald Why obsidian. is it green? Emerald obsidian, isn't that beautiful? Uh, that is really very cool. Huh. Yeah, there we go. That's very cool. See, so yeah, Pompeii makes me sad looking back on it, but it was, it was an honour to get to visit it and to see that, and very playful. There were a lot of. I remember this very strange memory. There were a lot of Japanese tourists there, and um, there was some some weirdness there too because they were slightly inappropriate which is the strangest thing looking back on it (laughs) they were all taking these pictures of me they were touching my hair because it was blonde and it was just and in fact it's strange because I've I've met you know honestly Japanese people outside of this they've never behaved that way but just that one day I think it's a tourist attraction it's a tourist thing so maybe they thought I was part of a tourist attraction I was running around dressed I had so much fun and it's a I would highly suggest anyone listening to visit the Bay of Naples the Isle of Capri I went to the Blue Lagoon there which is super cool as well right really really great yeah so what should we get on to zombies is it time to go to zombies I think so I think it's time yeah Okay. Do you think it's time? It's absolutely time. So Isabella is, uh, she's afraid of zombies. I tell her that it's not a, it's not a phobia, because a phobia... As we speak of something rustles in the phobia garden. Phobia is a, an <laughs> irrational fear. As we all look in the garden. perfectly rational to be afraid of zombies. What is that? I don't know. Oh my god, I'm... going to find out. Put on the light. Can you put your light on? Sorry, guys, this is live, but there is something. Live. It's over here now, Daniel. It's over where? Over here. Put your light on. As long as it wasn't a mountain lion, I think we're okay, but... Did you hear it there? Oh, yeah. I wonder if a microphone picked it up. So, of course, we're sitting in the dark. And we have this one red light that's very dark sitting here, but that was vaguely terrifying as we talk about our Brooks stuff. I'm going to actually keep that in the recording, if I... And well, listen, if something else pops up, since, we can... Since it's apocalypse... It's related. But it was yeah. like the rustling of it and the yeah. rushing of it by was kind of terrifying. So, uh, zombies. Zombies. So, I was saying about how it's not irrational to be afraid of them. What, so, why so explain? Well, because, you know, if zombies were real, it would be perfectly rational to be ex- to be afraid of them. You should definitely be afraid of them. What's a term where people are afraid of robots and inanimate robots? Like, you know, you know, if you heard about this, where people will look at something that's robotic but human-like, yeah. it's like uncanny valley, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where that's where the robot is too human-like. Right. So you kind of feel unnerved. So right. my thing about zombies specifically, just hear me out, is that the idea of a corpse reanimating or moving around of its own accord with no soul attached and it's just the, just the shell the body is just there is nothing to me more terrifying than that concept nothing huh 
yeah, it just, I don't know what it is. I know a lot of people are like, oh, they love something. It's become very popular, Walking Dead. They're like, I wish I'd gotten a zombie apocalypse and instead yeah. I got COVID-19. Well, most people like to just kill the zombies. It's yeah, they want to come shoot Because, shoot they, because I think it's like, it's like being able to murder without the, you know, the guilt. Do you really think that's what it Absolutely. is? That's a very bold they're, statement. They're, they're right already now. dead, right? So if I if I can I can shoot them up, and I can you know decapitate them, without having to have any of the guilt of having done so to. But they were people once. Yeah, but they're not anymore. Is the point? We've well, seen there's that one thing. So the strange thing is, despite having a terrifying fear of zombies, I've seen a lot of zombie movies, and I watched some of the Resident Evil ones in the cinema. Unfortunately, my friends, why did you do that to me? It dragged me along, and uh, I think there's one. It was in a different movie, but they actually we talk about is there a soul behind a zombie? And this particular ap- apocalypse movie, they'd taken her, and she was apparently the daughter of someone who had chained her up in the basement. But she was a zombie. It was like the daughter of a priest. Someone listening to this is going to know what I'm talking about. Okay. But they ended up killing her anyway. So they wanted to keep her for some reason. They wanted to keep her, well, because of the emotional attachment, yeah. because of that you humanity. You used to be my daughter. And now you're not, so I'm just putting you on a chain yeah. in my basement, but you're definitely a zombie. And we took out the cadaver, <laughs> I'd say. The walking cadaver. It, it's a, like an interesting concept, right? And there is something terrifying to it. Someone's going very fast in our neighborhood. No, not very fast, just obnoxious. Loud, obnoxious. Like someone's going obnoxiously. But it's like, I, I just well, think mean, zombies going, are It's clearly a, a horrific thing, right? There has to be people who... In fact, to its point, there has to be people who agree with me on this podcast. Yeah, no, there's because, no question. Everybody agrees that zombies are terrifying. But I will have dreams, okay, of apocalypse scenarios yeah. where we are surviving from zombies. And it's not just me. Our roommate Giovanni, he would tell me, Hey, Isabella, yeah, he also I does. have dreams... And there's, it's also about zombie apocalypse. It's not just me, okay? I'm sure other people I think, I think, it, I think fundamentally it's some sort of existential dread, right? Like, you know, because it, it is something about, like, what is it to be human, right? And, yeah. And, and, and could you, and, and like, so so let me ask you this. Would you yeah. be afraid of somebody sleepwalking? I've Seems dealt. Very I've, dealt I've dealt with you sleepwalking. I don't sleepwalk. I Yeah, one time while you were trying to complete your PhD, you actually did sleepwalk. True story. What? Down to the basement because he was working so many hours to complete his dissertation and he wasn't sleeping. So I think he was sleep deprived. And at some point, your lizard brain just kicked in. And I, I, I followed you because at first I was like, I don't know what to do because my brother actually used to sleepwalk. Yeah. So I kind but of was aware of what it, it is. No, I'm not afraid of but it. But isn't that zombie like? It, it's very zombie like. But, but it, it's okay because it, maybe I come back? You did come back. So yeah. it was okay. I had to put you back to bed because you went all the way down to the basement and you were. Right, trying to write your dissertation while sleepwalking, which is hilarious looking back. But you can put some to bed. In fact, in the case of my brother, we were actually on vacation in Barbados, and our, our hotel was right by these really steep cliffs. And my brother went sleepwalking by the cliffs. Oh my Isn't goodness. that terrifying? We had to is bring this the one where back. they locked you in the suitcase. Yeah, but it's a whole nother story of, you know, never, never have older siblings who do <laughs> terrible things, is the story there. But yeah. But you're not afraid of. But you're not afraid of that. I'm not afraid of sleepwalking. I'm afraid of dead bodies reanimating because that is just not in the human realm of what's acceptable. And to be fair, I've not watched Walking Dead, but a lot of my friends say it's a really great TV show and has some engaging plotline. So maybe if well, I ever feel brave, because it's about surviving, it right? It's, a, it's right. kind of like what we just watched today, where a it's survival. about surviving, right? Which the... is what I thought sinking the yeah. Japan sinks would be about. Evidently not. FY, no yeah, spoilers. Not so much there. surviving going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, have you ever watched like Shaun of the Dead? I, I, I did not. Okay, what about Apocalypse Now? 
Yeah. Yeah. So what? What? Give me another apocalypse. Another apocalypse. Give me. Give me the mosquito biotech one because that one terrifies me. Mosquito biotech. You've not heard this one. Well, no. So I mean, there's people would engineer like mosquitoes to inject like biochemical weapons. There, there are definitely, definitely all sorts of different scenarios where biotechnology ends up getting getting used in well how about this you talked about the robots expand yeah. on robots what what does the robot death apocalypse look like so i think i think there's actually i think there's there's two at least oh, right two. i think okay. i think now that we have artificial intelligence there there is a AI, different right. a different sort of apocalypse than the than the robot apocalypse is it right? where the ai becomes too intelligent yeah the idea yeah so there's the there's like the you know west world sort of scheme where you have this ai that's controlling your life and 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 you know and, and basically has that i i don't i'm not actually that worried about that one in particular only okay. because before we get to the point where the ai can actually take over the world there's there's going to be a human in, in the loop that could that could do the Shut job first down. no yeah. that could actually do it first. oh i think the the human supervillain gets to gets to be the supervillain before the ai has a chance to is what I think. Is this kind of thing where we blow ourselves up yeah, as a planet? That, that's to me, the, of all the apocalypse scenarios, that's the worst and most lame one. It's just yeah. the nuclear weapon pushing the when button. I, when I was a kid, a there was a, there was a, movie, War, there was a movie that was on television called the, the, the Day After. And it was all about, you know, the, the nuclear holocaust yeah right it's just terrifying it was, which was, i think our parents generation during the cold war grew up yeah, with and they thing. were like duck and cover because you know that'll save you right <laughs> the irony there is intense but i mean uh, go back to go, finish your robot oh answer. finish the robot yeah, so you said two things yeah so so i think i think the ai one is is a little different than the than the sort of robot one the robot one is is more the idea that we we end up you know creating a, a race of robots effectively you know like Cybermen sort and of things and then they turn on us and then they turn on us yeah. very Doctor Who yeah very Doctor Who and what do you let me ask you this for listeners listening what do you genuinely think the likelihood is in our lifetime of something beyond what's happening now see something actually apocalyptic happening to us right I mean really I mean it has is it I mean, possible well let me ask you this do you think it's happened yet in the history of you know humankind on this planet i have think the cold war is an example of nearly but not yet no yeah no we haven't nearly, we, we've managed to not apocalypse but that said if you go back to the concept of it as an unveiling but his thing is we're, st- we're still very we're still very early in our development yeah. as humans do you want to know you want to know my favorite apocalypse yeah tell me do you remember when we lived in a little house and uh and, and we had those nice ladies that would come over and we would have tea with them yes i remember right them. and they were uh jehovah witnesses I yes yes and and they talked about my bird and they talked about the bird that's what i thought so they believe they that, very nice that there's actually like this paradise phase where you know our we used to have a, a cockatoo um, and we would always sort of yeah, joke about Yeah, she was like how, an adopted rescue Yeah, bird. she was a little crazy. She was crazy. She would, okay, here, let, let, can I tell the story about Chris? <laughs> so we had this rescue bird that we fostered, and her name was Miss, Pe- Miss Peaches. Miss Tofu. We thought it was Miss, we thought it was Miss Tofu, was Peaches. but we got her DNA sexed at the veterinarian, and they actually said, it's a girl. So we, we became Mrs. Tofu Miss, or Peaches, yeah. right? So she'd been previously named by Mr. several Tofu. previous households. Yeah, it's all complicated. But... Here nor there. Here nor there. And the crazy part is we get the first day, you know, we got her home at the house. And I kid you not, she's fine. She's actually running around having fun. And then starts a conversation. Like, you know how birds can, parrots specifically, can repeat human words. Yeah. So at first, I will do my best rendition of this, okay, on, <laughs> on, on, the, on the audio here. So at first, it was just, she's running back and forth which is kind of strange behavior, not flying or anything, just running back and forth in the kitchen floor. And at first she's going, rah, rah, rah. And then she kind of takes a moment, she's like, rah, rah, rah. 
And she's like, rah, rah, rah. There's definitely rah, two voices, rah, 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 right? There's rah, rah, a female yeah, voice female and a male, and a male voice. voice. And it escalates from rah, 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 rah to ah, ah. Like, and it just comes Yeah, and then there's screaming. like just this blood-curdling scream. Like, as if, as if she had witnessed someone being murdered yeah. and was repeating the scream. The neighbors called the cops on us twice. A couple of times. And they would come, here's the crazy part, so they'd come over to the house and of course the bird would be singing I'd be like, yeah, because I'd have the bird on the patio, very loud. And I would say, yeah, it's the bird. And of course they'd look at the par- parrot, it's yeah. deadly quiet. And I'm like, no, seriously, it's the bird. And they're like, yeah, likely story. And I'm just like, <laughs> so anyway, the point is it happened a bunch of times. And, but that's, that's really but how is the that point relating of the story. To, yeah. The point of the story was, I was just going to say about how the nice ladies who came over and, and have tea with us. Oh, yeah, they saw would tell parrot. us about how, how this, you know, apocalypse was coming and there was going to be this paradise. She and said that, that my bird. And that she would be, yeah. she would grow back all of her feathers and she would have a boyfriend. She, she, she said my she bird was going to have a husband yeah. in the afterlife, but it wasn't the it's afterlife. It's not afterlife, it's a paradise. It's yeah, not heaven. It's Jehovah Witness. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a paradise. Because that, not everybody gets to go to that's it. That's right, but she gets to hang out and that's pretty cool. And for has her. A, but I was like, well, okay. So I always like that idea. Yeah, so they were very I, nice whenever people. Whenever I see pictures of like that sort of apocalypse paradise sort of thing, I always imagine. You think of Jehovah Witness? And there needs to be a in the picture. Yeah, so like, what's paradise without a cock? Yeah, you've got to have some birds in there. But I mean, what what other... We get into a religious topic here. What yeah. other religious groups are there that they believe beyond the cults we talked about in our cult right, episode? Right. If you've not listened to it, I would highly recommend it. What other kind of apocalyptic religious groups are there in the world beyond Jehovah Witnesses? I mean, there, there, there's all sorts of them, right? I mean, and and there have been there have been you know many throughout throughout history. That, what's the concept? So I'm, you can feel what's the where you know. The, it's not the resurrection. He comes revelation. It's like where yeah. he comes back and mm-hmm. he judges the people. I saw this crazy Facebook post the other day, and they were like, "What if we're living in that right now?" Right. And we just what the people. Everyone the, else went to heaven, and we all just the good didn't Christians know. are gone, and we didn't notice and we just, the rapture and it's happened. It's all the COVID nineteen. Did you see that post? Because that's <laughs> exactly what I saw today, and I was like, <laughs> conspiracy theory. Oh man, we're, we're actually we're about we hit thirty oh, minutes. It just happened. The, the, just, end, is, the, the end, end is nigh. The end is The apocalypse is here. The end is nigh. The I'll, apocalypse I'll finish is here. I'll on, on one cool apocalyptic note. They said before. Remember, there was this Mayan calendar, and they were like, "Yeah, right. the date." They it, said they got it wrong, right? Yeah, it's a big. Uh, so they said we all had this definitive date. It was back in two thousand. It would end, yeah. and also the millennial came around. Everyone thought the world would end. There'd be this crash date, which didn't happen, luckily. But they said they got the Mayan calendar date miscalculated and it was actually set for this year. So on that note, good night and sleep tight. (laughs) 